This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the Solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity, the 16th of June. In the course of an average day, we will perform a whole range of actions which will take certain things for granted, like switching on the lights, turning on the tap, sending a text message, starting our cars. Yet each and every one of these various acts presumes that there is some real yet unseen power which we take for granted. If that power wasn't there, those devices wouldn't work and life would be less convenient. In similar manner, whenever we make the sign of the cross, we are situating ourselves in the very centre of the unseen world, an unseen but real world. Because when we make the sign of the cross, even if we're not thinking about Father, Son and Holy Spirit, we are reminding ourselves, albeit in a subconscious way, that we are in God. Even though God and his life and power are unseen and most of the time unfelt, we know, we believe, that he is there holding us and everything else in existence. Every single baptised person, Catholic or non-Catholic, Anyone baptised has been baptised in the name of those three divine persons. They've been sealed by the Trinity and brought into the life of the Trinity. On the one hand, it's a very abstract concept that only a few theologians have been able to express. But on the other hand, it's the most basic truth of the Christian life. The Trinity, Jesus tells us, is the union of the Father and the Son. And the love that goes back and forth between them is the Holy Spirit. And this is expressed in some, albeit inadequate way, in the image that you find on the front of this week's newsletter. The entire Christian faith can then be summed up by saying that we have been granted the possibility here on earth of living the very life that God has in heaven. The sacraments make this possible, and as a consequence we say that our bodies become temples of the Holy Spirit, the whole life of God, of the Trinity, is poured into our souls on the day of baptism. It's renewed at confirmation and nourished in the Blessed Eucharist. All those children who receive First Holy Communion at this time of the year start a life of intimate communion with God in this way. The most obvious time at Mass when we call this to mind is the prayer that we call the doxology at the end of the canon or Eucharistic prayer, through him, with him, in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. The him that we refer to, of course, is Jesus, who offers himself in the Mass, as at Calvary, to the Father, in the power and action of the Holy Spirit. This is the cause of that Eucharistic amazement which Saint Pope John Paul often spoke of in his last years. And it's always seemed to me that this is why the Christian religion is the true one, not just because it teaches what is true, and what's necessary for salvation, but because in our religion we are shown a God, we are given a God, we live in a God who is not afraid to make himself small. God does this by means of the Eucharist. In the Blessed Sacrament we have a God who is not only our food, but almost makes himself totally vulnerable. In order to remain with us, each year the Church celebrates this truth, with the feast of Corpus Christi, which is next weekend. 
Obviously, the day which celebrates the giving of this gift is Monday Thursday and the Last Supper. But the events of Holy Week overshadow the special joy Christians feel in having our Lord with us in the Blessed Eucharist. For this reason, since the 13th century, there has been a special solemnity kept each year on which public displays of faith and piety are manifest. Saint Pope Paul VI said, It's as though the walls of our churches cannot contain the joy that we feel at having our Lord present with us in the Mass and in the Tabernacle. And this is the reason for the adoration of the Blessed Sacrament outside of Mass and the outdoor processions that take place, especially in the more Catholic countries of Europe, with such joyous splendour. And we'll have our own procession next Sunday afternoon, in which hopefully the parish family can participate, because there's nothing better than publicly professing our faith and our witness to the mystery of faith. Because the Eucharist is that loving, powerful demonstration of what we Catholics hold so precious to us. On this Feast of the Most Blessed Trinity, we think of the life of God and of the saints who live with him now and of our Blessed Mother Mary. She is the daughter of God the Father, mother of God the Son and spouse of God the Holy Spirit. She will always lead us to God since this was her calling from the moment she was foreseen by God at the start of creation. And that's why in every age she makes visible the face of God through her motherly love for the Church. Let us pray. God our Father, who by sending into the world the word of truth and the spirit of sanctification, made known to the human race your wondrous mystery, grant us, we pray, that in professing the true faith, we may acknowledge the Trinity of eternal glory and adore your unity powerful in majesty. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen.